battery guilt. All right. <laughs> battery guilt. Hello, everybody. Well, on. It's Hello. a podcast. Hey, everybody. I, go, go. You're already starting in. I was. Lily Zapata well, right you, here. Dear Maddie. You said podcast, but I was just going to ask your permission to call this a podcast today. <laughs> yes, Can welcome we? to the Dear Maddie Show. Okay. Poo, poo cast. You're going to understand that in a little bit. We're going to talk about some shit today, y'all. Yay! Literally. I feel like... As a son of a plumber, I feel very honored <laughs> to have this conversation. Um, you guys, this is Matt Marr with my good friend, host, documentarian, philanthropist, feminist. Keep going. Um, sassy girl, <laughs> Lily Zapata. Great. Clapping. Thank you. Clapping, Thank clapping, you. clapping. You guys, I've got a new couch here, and Lily says she's going to take a picture because... I'm in my pajama pants, drinking my yerba mate. They're like pajama yoga pants, lounging on my sectional. This is so fucking California. You guys have to see this. I have to take a picture and post it to all the people that are listening. It's it's really, I'm very comfy right now. Um, That's what I want. I want comfort, comfort, almost like comfiness. That's not a real word, is it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, good. See, oh, oh, smart person. Yeah. Lily Bizapati is that as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You a shit talker. You are a shit talker, but mm-hmm. you are smart. Oh, Have you thank ever taken you. an IQ test? Not that I really no, believe in I'm, those. I would be afraid to take an IQ oh, test. Oh, I think you would do well. You think so? Oh, I think you would do well. You're smart. Okay, I'm going to take one. What did you this. make on the ACT, the SAT? I don't remember. Oh, I don't. I think I made like a 23 <laughs> or 20. Not great. I took it really My nephew just like made a 30. I'm like, Jesus. Wow. Wait, what did, you, what did you do? What did you ACT. Pick? That's ACT. what we do in, o- in Oklahoma. We do the ACT. Hey, I'm from New S- Mexico. Oh, we SAT the- is too many numbers. How do no. I know? ACT is like get her done kind of like test. Like SAT yeah. was just like too confusing for us. That was for like, I think East Coast people, right? Yankees. Yep. Yankees. Yep. So I forgot you're from Arizona. No, from Wait, New Mexico. No, New Mexico. They're all the it's same. It's the same thing. Is, I was kidding. Everybody's yeah, always really... been like, or it's always like, oh, New Mexico. I've driven through there. Like that's what they say, but they don't. They don't ever know. I've been to. Oh wait, Flagstaff is Arizona. See, there you go. Flagstaff is beautiful. There you go. Um, that's, that's your only marker. Flagstaff I, is cool. I have never been. I to New think Mexico. New Mexico is probably cooler than Arizona, though. Yeah. Because like, Phoenix is the armpit of the nation. Yes. I've said this before on my show. Actually, yes. who was it? I was talking to somebody who was a listener. It was, I think it was LA Podfest, and they were like, "Oh, I've listened to your show. Like, I'm from Phoenix, as you said, the armpit of America." <laughs> and I, I just looked at him and said, "It's true." That makes sense. I've always thought Bakersfield was like the armpit of California. Uh, I could, yes, I could see but that. But New Mexico, don't they have a lot of meth in Bakersfield? How would you know? I don't know. I'm not skinny. You know where they have if meth? I did meth, though. I'd be so skinny. Speaking of meth, Oklahoma, huge. No, have you not ever seen Breaking Bad? I have not. Okay, so Breaking Bad is filmed mm-hmm. in Albuquerque. Oh, it is. Right. And it's supposed to take place in Albuquerque? Yes. And oh. so, get this. I'm going to have my yerba mate. Tell me about Please it. Please do while I talk. My dad's name is David White, right? Um, mm-hmm. the, the father who raised me. So, Obviously, he's not Puerto Rican. Uh, um, just slightly. Um, oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. He's not. So... Because you are Puerto Rican, right? I am not Puerto Rican. I'm, Puerto- I'm Chilean. Chilean. You know, oh. it, you just clump us all together. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate <laughs> <No>. it. Right. <laughs> because I can dance and I got booty. I'm Puerto Rican. I don't know why. <laughs> I thought you were. I'm an asshole. I'm a racist. 
I'm a racist person. <laughs> your, your listeners already knew that. But Breaking Bad. <laughs> I just didn't want to think that you were like, my dad's David White. And I said, so he's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> like randomly, like you're Irish. And I'm like, so your dad's not Puerto Rican, huh, David White? Anyway, I'm sorry. That's okay. So Breaking Bad, New Mexico, so meth. Mr. White is the main character of Breaking Bad. Mm. And my dad's name is Mr. White. He also uh. happens to be a former chemistry teacher in Albuquerque. Uh, the, the character of Breaking Bad is a chemistry teacher. Oh. Um, so everybody kind of comes up to me and asks me, like, does your dad also have meth? You know? And you're like, I would have a house? Uh, exactly. You know, and I actually even had to question myself when this show came out. I said, Dad, is there something about you that I don't know? Because this whole show is based on you. So you must have a meth lab somewhere. And he's like, well, I've never seen the show. You know, Does like your dad have an accent like that? Uh, it's kind of how he talks to me. I'm a little bit, exa- I exaggerate a little bit. Oh, no, mm-hmm. exaggerate. Like he answers the phone. I love it when he answers the phone. He's like, hello. Like that's how he oh, answers the phone. My dad, yellow. Yep. Yeah, yellow. <laughs> What's up, Matthew? You do floppy. That's what he calls me. Now, uh, are your parents still married? Uh, they're not. What's your mother? What's your mother's maiden name? Or is her maiden name? My mother's maiden name is Hespin. 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 Where does your mom live? My mom lives in South Dakota. Oh, she can move the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> Custer, South Dakota. Custer. Custer. My grandfather's from North Dakota. Oh. Dickie. Oh. Dick, boy, they just have the good names that you D- know? Dakotas don't. Dickie and Custer. <laughs> it was a marriage made in Dakota. Suzanne is in Custer and Dickie is in uh, where? What's the city? North Dakota. But do you, uh, North, North no, Dakota. my father's name is Pete, or my grandfather's name was Pete. Okay. But, well, Leonard, actually, oh, but they called Pete. him Pete because his last name so is Peterson. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dickie, North Dakota, Dickie. Uh, lived on a farm. So your mom is, uh, she lives up there. Yeah, she lives up there. My, my, my family's all over. Custer, South Dakota is where uh, she was a military brat. So oh. she moved all over and they ended up, you know, uh, all six of them, all, all of her other five siblings ended up in South Dakota and uh, she decided to go back after many many years so she lived in albuquerque and then moved to the east coast where my it's, stepfather it's, is from is it beautiful though in south dakota it is beautiful it is Big it's kind sky, of like right going to a retreat i mean you kind of have no choice but to retreat when you're in the middle of nowhere right so you, mm-hmm. i just feel like i one of these days i want to like plan a yoga retreat at my mom's house on the deck or something because you you have no choice but to just look at all the land before you all the horses that are out there and you know the beautiful trees and it's just like you forget there's places in the world that still, you know, there's not house, one house next to each other on top of each other. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it's it's nice. Lots of buffalo out there. Oh. Um, you know, you can go to the dollar store anytime you feel like it, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Dollar store. Dollar. <laughs> Love the dollar store. You can stay at the Motel 6 down the road. I mean, come on. There's endless crabs. things to do. That's fun. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Do you so go? You go there often. I go there at least once a year, okay. maybe twice. What's mm-hmm. cons- but New Mexico's considered home for you? New Mexico's w- where I'm from. It's where my roots are from. I okay. I was there until ten years ago. Do you so. visit there often? Oh, I haven't in three years. I need to. Oh. So I have a I have a I have a family in Albuquerque. I have family in Custer. I have two brothers who are in Colorado. Oh, I have wow. a grandmother who's in Boston. You I don't mean, have come time on. to visit though. We you got too much yeah, shit to do. There's a lot of shit to do. Shit to do. Know? That's a yeah. We're teasing you for Literally. later. Just Literally. saying, we're going to talk Lots about some shit. Of shit. Um, 
No, we'll say it. We'll say this, but we're going to talk about it later. We're having a special celebrity shit the bed for this, dear Maddie, because <laughs> Lily has literally made a documentary, an amazing documentary about shit. Literally, it's Seriously, not about shit. Guys. It's about people not being able to go to the bathroom. It's really heartwarming and it's really incredible. What's tell everybody the name of the documentary? The documentary name is Flush Revolution. Flush Revolution, and we're going to go all into it. So just. Cross your legs and hold yeah, on tight and don't go to the bathroom right. yet. Not yet. I feel like we should go to commercial, but I don't have anybody who sponsors me. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you these new pants you're wearing right now That's will true. sponsor you. American because- Eagle, the dramatic show brought to you by American <laughs> Eagle and Yerba Mate, serving up comfort and warmth for the last 24 years. That was perfect. You're welcome. Um, but tell everybody how we know one another. I was just trying to think of that. Oh, I, was I like, know. How do I know you? Okay, so from a hosting class, right? Yes, a hosting class. So we with were Jonathan Novak. Yeah, we were trying to be who's, like hostess with the mostest. Who's on ABC Seven now, right? Well, that's I right. just texted with Jonathan. Weather like, Channel, dude. Yeah, Jonathan was a meteorologist, and um, yeah, he just he did the hosting class, and at the time, he had just he was. Really thriving in his career. I think he had just finished up The Bachelor. The Bachelor. He was The Bachelor. You know, he, he wasn't The Bachelor, but he right. was one of them. But he got so or he much was on The Bachelorette, I guess. Yeah, The Bachelorette. He got so much shit for being the weather guy on there. But it's like, if you're going to pick on anybody, you pick on the weather guy. But he's so good at what he does. Like He's any, a very good weatherman. Anytime we had to do those... Um, uh, when we had to do the weather bits in class, I was the worst at it. I don't, I don't know how to talk about rain and wind and all. I mean, those things don't I, happen anyway in LA. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I think, and I will still say this. I like Marky Costello. She's fine. I've gone some other, but I still think Jonathan, some people don't agree with me, but whatever. I know better. Um, I think Jonathan's the – I don't know if he's still doing it now. I th- thought it was the best hosting class in the city only because maybe you're not ever going to do weather. Right. But I think uh, it's easy for hosts to like know what their brand is and go up and know, I'm going to talk about this. And I know that like right. I would make a joke here and here when I'm yeah. reading prompter. But real hosts fucking are ad-libbing it. You know from yes. being a host. You're ad-libbing it. You're making it up as you go. Mm-hmm. You are creating something out of dead air. Yes. And that's what Jonathan's class, I think, is ma- is excellent at making you do. It's just improvising and yeah. improvising and improvising. Yeah, and you get up on camera so many times. So, so it's much. Like, you work a lot in that class. Yeah. So it's like people who want to be on camera get on camera, right? And mm-hmm. so that was the whole philosophy. Yeah. Ad-libbing car chases. You know, that was Yeah, insane. I was like, I'm never going to do that. Although he said to me, he's like, Matt, you'd be a really good you weatherman. I, I was great you at would. weather. I couldn't believe. We're awesome at weather. It made me so jealous. So I almost. It's, from, it's Oklahoma. I watched oh. Gary England. Okay. Gary England in Oklahoma. Best weatherman yeah. you could ever ask for. But yeah, I remember watching him and, you know, you pay attention. I paid attention to you because I, I feel like you had this whole brand going. You were the red hair guy that could that can make people like weather. <laughs> Who does that? Well, sunshine on my shoulders <laughs> makes me happy. The Dear Maddie Show brought to you by the Jonathan Novak hosting class. <laughs> we have so many sponsors. So today. many sponsors today. <laughs> but um, I think this Yerba Mate is making me drunk. Um, my yoga. I'm too relaxed, everybody. I'm too relaxed. I'm just going to defecate myself. Um, no, I'm not. But we are going to talk about shit. Boom, boom, boom. We're going back. But so, no, we met in that class. Yes. And I feel like um, it was a class of like six or seven people, but we just connected and we were like, yeah. we became Facebook friends and we're talking on Facebook. Uh-huh. 
I don't. And then like you helped me with some. I think I really connect. You're a great host. You are a really, you. really good host. And so like I asked you to help out with my hosting reel yeah. and stuff like that. And we just kind of co-support one another. I had no idea up until you invited me over to your house that you came from this whole psychology background. I was like, wow, Maddie yeah. has layers. Well, I try layers. I, try. Well, yeah. I just, I, you know, cause your parents are psychologists, right? Both of my parents are psychologists. So you're fucking crazy girl. Dude. You, they I, messed you up. Yeah. What was that like? What was that like <laughs> growing up with parents? So like when you like, say you don't like want to play like with a bat are they like, you're like, I don't want to hit the ball. And right. they like analyze, oh God, our daughter's a lesbian. She doesn't want to play with a right. bat. So- it's like, or she's like, well, she doesn't want to play with the bat because the bat means nothing to her. I- right. No, here's how I, I, what I remember most about it, especially more in my, more so my teenage years, because that's when I got all oh, snotty, right? That, I, I was like snotty. They were analyzing the fuck oh, out of so you. This wasn't one of those things where you're like, I hate you, mom. And then you go slam the door. They're like. Honey, let's let's talk about this. <laughs> let's go sit down on the couch, and we're all, we're all gonna we're gonna talk about this. Okay, so I'm gonna talk first, and then um, and then Steve's gonna talk. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. Let's take a breath, and then and then you're gonna talk, and we're all gonna you know like I can't I can't handle that. So. <laughs> Are you serious, Matt, right now? Like, are you serious? I just think that's so funny. I grew up my dad's like, I will take your ass and put it out on the trash, and you'll be out of here, and you won't have a house. How do you fucking feel about that? Okay, I pay for everything. I got no qualms, son. Totally not kidding. Your ass is grass, and I'm the lawnmower. Now go do it. (laughs) That was my discipline. I, I wish we could have traded experiences and just see how. That's some Chelsea Marr for you. Chelsea Marr. I kind of want that experience. And you know what? I, I kind of think it's good to have maybe a, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Because my dad would be cool. And then one day he'd just get pissed off. I will I'll never forget. My brother. My brother is. He's gotten better, but he used to be. I would say this. He used to be pretty fucking selfish. Okay. And kind of only thought about himself. And then he grew up to be a wonderful guy. Great. One of the best, I think, the best father in the world. Um, Are you saying that because he listens to this? No. He okay. never listens to this. He only listens. He listened once uh, to my friend Petey Gibson. He loved her. Okay. Um, but unless we talk about sports, he Got doesn't it. listen to this. Okay. So, um, uh but yeah, so anyway, uh, but he would get up in the middle of the night. Um, it was like a weekend, like a Friday night, Saturday night. So, of course, we stay up playing video games and shit like that, you know, and like probably doing shit you're not supposed to do, like eating Doritos at 11 o'clock at night, drinking a Dr. Pepper and all this kind of crap. Perfect. And so my brother goes in the <laughs> – we had, you know, uh, we had uh, – uh, 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 the, and the fridge. Sorry, words, words, Matt. Words. <laughs> Your bimatsu still working for yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, the Dear Matty Show brought to you by <laughs> Brain Farts. 
brain farts. I love the poop humor that you keep <laughs> oh, sticking yeah. in. Oh, you know, me too. Shit's on my brain, oh, girl. Wow. So I'm trying. So um, Flush Revolution coming to you. Yeah, cool. um, so, so anyway, my, we had the refrigerator. It was a, 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 an ice almond color with like a wood grain on it. and had the ice tray. People thought we were fancy because, well, my father was a plumber. So we had the fridge. You know, you put your cup there and it, you can get water from the fridge. Right. But you can also, ice would come out the fridge too. Ooh, what is? No, no, no. It was just water. Ice, you would have to put your hand... Oh, no, we had an ice tray as well. But my brother, <laughs> thinking he was going to be quiet because the kitchen was kind of oh, by my parents' right. bedroom. Not with ice. He opened – I don't know what he was fucking thinking. He opened the freezer, and it's literally like <laughs> – it's literally like he would take the ice tray in his hands, and instead of placing it gingerly in the cup, where I even would have grabbed the ice tray and right, like right. walked around walked the corner – Put my ice tray, like thinking of sound, because my parents slept with a bed, with a bedroom door open, yeah, because they didn't trust us, yeah, unless they were right. We knew when the door was shut, not to go in there. It wasn't shut a lot. My parents are divorced. I never heard my parents do it ever. I never either. Thank God. Okay. Thank God. Let's not go there. Yeah. Yeah. That's we don't we don't need that. Nope. So anyway, my brother had, but I, I maybe did, but yeah, I never got that. So ice tray. Ice tray. So my brother, boy, we are off today on the yeah, show. My like, brother takes the ice tray instead of gingerly put. He literally like he catapults it. I mean, he just <laughs> fucking. It's like he takes the cup five feet away from him and holds it, and then takes his arm the other way, just like gonna see if I can make it. And he just throws the ice in the cup, and it goes clang, 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 clang. And I, when I thought that's a little loud, and all of a sudden it was like it was like one of those movies, like mm-hmm. um. Like a, uh, I don't know, like a, a movie with Angelina Jolie where she's naked in CGI playing like a Grecian war. What's that movie? She plays like a, sorry, no, I don't, but, like, but it's, it was like a Greek like, like monster comes up from the dark abyss uh-oh. out to attack you. That was my six foot one, 300 pound father oh, coming out of the bedroom, God. just going, <laughs> I mean. I don't even remember exactly what he, but he said, God damn it, Brian, you and your fucking ice trays. It's like a goddamn comet hit the fucking cup. And he's like screaming at my, and my brother didn't know what, because he didn't even come out like Brian. There was no Brian or anything. He literally just walked out. You heard from the dark, the God damn it, and just shoots out. And so my brother like. Literally fell to the ground and cowered in the corner because he I didn't know too. what was coming out yeah, of him. And I, I ran too. to my room. <laughs> I want to do a movie about your dad. <laughs> sorry. Oh, Chelsea Mar. I'm sorry. I'm totally. Okay. Yeah, we we're, were talking about how I knew you. Oh, yeah. We did that. Yeah, we um, did that. Okay. We did that. And hosting. So, hosting. Hosting. And then, you know. Anything you just, else you want to talk about your life? Like, you know, New Mexico. I mean, I'm, no, or do you want to even go to questions? I don't want to talk about New Mexico. I mean. It, we're good. I'm good on New Mexico. So basic. Are your parents more chill now? So much more chill now. My mom, my mom especially is just is one of the most accepting, kind of kind, loving people in the world. Like I could do no wrong. And even like, you know, like I could have like boogers, you know, trailing all down my face. I could have like four eyeballs and I could, you know, like have like a tumor growing out of the side of my... <laughs> I don't know my. So my, you could be radioactive, right? Yes. And okay, so, just and she'd be like, "Honey, 
you're just great. You know, <laughs> you're 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 keep doing it. So, did you know? she ever 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 the encourager? Did they handle their divorce well? Being both therapists, no. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Just Were be they honest. good about not talking about shit in front of you? Or were they totally? That was a shit storm. Uh-huh. But I feel like any divorce, any divorce like, is a know, shit storm. Like, come on. And so I had so much more compassion about it later on in life when I got divorced. So, but, you know, thank God I didn't oh, have I kids. I forgot you got divorced. Yeah. It was a kind of a quickie thing, a quickie marriage. It was like a tester. You know? A tester. Yeah, I don't actually ever like. Think Would you about- do it again? Yeah, but not in the same way. You know, I feel like he wasn't even a, a husband so much. It's hard to say that because it was such a quick relationship. It's more like an advanced boyfriend. Was he hot and good and bad and he that's why you so married him? hot. Yeah, there you At go. At the time, yeah. Yeah. What did it look like? Hot. <laughs> like, do you have a type? Yeah, so he wasn't even my type. But oh, wow. I think it was more so that he was just, I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> he, um, he doesn't. No, okay. I, he there's just, two people um, that listen. Patrick no, I'm trying to think like who he's like the definitely like all American kind of wipe or charming face like just a uh, loud personality kind of all encompassing very intense oh. uh, changes his mind you know uh, 40 times a day but, oh wow uh, yeah sounds fun yeah exactly oh good stability should have been exactly good stability oh. for the household that's the uh, kind of guy you just. <laughs> that's wow. the kind of guy. So yeah, I've but it was there. a you know great experience. You had fun. I had so much. fun. Learned that you could do things standing up that exactly. you probably didn't know you could <laughs> on your head. Didn't know you could do that. Learned it for husband number two. Yes, I am so prepared for that. <laughs> so prepared. I'm so prepared for that. Uh, Lily just looked down at the questions like, "Oh God, okay, I'm let's like, talk okay, about the let's, let's talk about something um, else." <laughs> yes. Um. Yes. Okay, everybody. Uh, ooh, almost spilled my year. Is there anything monster. else you want to talk about before we get to this? I mean, no, no, on your mind? no, no. I had we a talked good about week. Oklahoma. We talked, talked about, about Oklahoma. ice trays. We talked about ice trays. Um, um, I just uh, was I'm, reading Facebook before this, seeing one of my <laughs> listeners, Jackie Weissman. I love her. Mudlymama.com, I think it's her blog. I don't know why that just popped into my head. I, she's like somebody I don't know. Okay. Who... Um, we're now friends on Facebook, and you think they're your. It's, it's you think I think oh well Jackie is my friend, but I think mm-hmm. oh we're friends like we met somewhere, and I right. realized we've actually never met. She just listens to my show. I that don't know how so she found cool. my show. I don't know how she did, but that's fans. awesome. So if you're that's listening perfect. to the show, everybody share it with somebody. Share this shit. Share this shit literally because it's coming up. Shit. Yep. Okay, share go. it with somebody and um, just help me get more friends. Yeah. In life, yeah. but we're gonna do questions right now. We only have two because I don't have enough friends. People aren't writing <laughs> questions, so I can ask yeah. you questions after this. Okay. <gasps> okay. First question. Here we go. Dear Maddie, um, this is a long one, people. So this is really long. Well, Jesus. you know, we need detail. Okay, apparently, break this up into different parts. Okay. I, uh, All right. Well, it's the way the website submits it. God. It submits it as a blog. A block, and I'm lazy, and I just copy and paste it. I don't even. We should just be like Dr. Could... Laura used to be like, get your question. What, what do you really want? Get oh. to it. Oh, Dr. Laura. She She's a so... great person. Okay. Her All and right. Ben Carson should have a baby. <laughs> um, they'd probably be a beautiful baby, you know. Dear Maddie, I'm writing to ask you a question so petty that I'm too embarrassed to ask mm. anybody I know. Should I block my ex business partner on Facebook? 
We are both real estate agents and tried a partnership in the beginning of the year. Her idea. We became extremely close friends during this business relationship, but then she ended it over a few months later. She seemed to think that I wasn't working hard enough in the partnership. I disagree. And after it ended, my sales continues to skyrocket and hers flatlined. In hindsight, her ending the partnership was the best thing that happened for my business. She's almost 60 with a tough past, and I think she has serious insecurities. She believes everybody's out to get her. After being MIA most of the summer, that's missing in action, everyone. After being missing in action most of the summer, the past two months... I thought it was Mia. Oh, no. Just kidding. Oh, okay. Okay. That's funny. The past two months, uh, she has been showing up at the office frequently. When our partnership ended, I thought we could still be friends, but she wanted to do nothing with me. Now that has all changed. I'm polite, but I have no interest in being... uh, and being friends again after she iced me out. I can tell she's trying to be nice and I'm pretty sure she wants a friendship again. I noticed over the summer she blocked me on Facebook. Whatever. Who cares? But now in the last month or so she will occasionally like my photos on Facebook and and once even commented that I looked good in one. But she still has me blocked. I find that so weird and now I really want to block her. When I see something from her it just makes me angry. What do you think? Mm. This is from Sarah. Age twenty eight. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah. The real, thank you, Sarah. Um, well, huh. I have. You know, I will speak from experience. <clears throat> I have a, a business partnership, or I used yes. to. You know that oh, I won't gosh. mention his name. Yes. Um, just not that he's listening. Whatever. Um, but and it went very. And we became very good friends in the British. We were friends first, and then we became business partners, and it ended. Terribly. Yes, I feel your pain. I've um, and so yes, you've been there too. I've been there too. I, I did it in bad or good. You know, <laughs> you know when you're in the entertainment business and you you do things like produce movies, you have to work with people for long periods long of time, right? Time. You know this, and and it is it's not like you're done with a project in a couple of months. No, try a couple of years. No, it's a marriage, right? It is kind a of marriage. a marriage, and this is tough. So I feel your pain, Sarah. <laughs> I the tough the, the tough part like I feel like she you answered your own question though Sarah I mean you said you were clear that you don't want to be friends you said you were clear that your partnership is not the business partnership is not a good idea so you're clear on a couple of things that's great I feel like that you know like the, I kept saying to myself as I'm listening to Matt read this question you know she's she's not your project right so don't take her on as your project don't even invest the time and energy into I love that into even knowing if she's if she's doing well in the business who cares like I guess I don't know that's how I see it but no, it's no, easier no, no. said I'm than done because I understand there is that negative energy that every time you see that person's name or face or the mention, you get that light, like uncomfortable feeling in your stomach, right? Or it just makes you mad and it's still there. So I understand that. Like that means you care. That means you cared about, you know, making something happen with this person and it did it and that sucks. It, it is, it's like a marriage. I know somebody, they <clears throat> broke up from their writing partner and they said it was like a breakup. Mm-hmm. It is not. I even call it my friend. I'm like, oh, when my friend and I broke up. And they're like, huh? And well, actually, people don't say huh. They get it because it is like a breakup. Yeah. Um, so I say that, Sarah, because I think you're saying this too. Like, Sarah, this was a breakup for you, even though yeah. you could be a straight woman. I don't know your life. But, but this is like a breakup. So I'd say it's okay to just treat it with the gravitas yes. of that and like give it some weight for what yeah. it is. Um, I also think, uh, you know, and reading the question um, – 
and I can say this from personal experience too. Like, do I every once in a while? Like, I'm, st- you know, still. You are seeing this person a lot. I can't imagine what it would be like to. Still you know, I I ended That's the rela- business relationship wanting a friendship, and the other person didn't want any of that. They're like, "We're done." I said, "Okay." And actually, that that's made it easier and yes. that I don't ever see this person. I don't talk to them. Maybe every once in a while, a mutual friend will post about like a film that he's doing on Facebook or something like that uh, or tweet about it. But that's it. Um, and so I, that, that's that been helpful Yeah, you make for a me. Good so point. I don't know for her that where he's keep showing it off because what I want to say is – what what I get from this email, like the theme of Sarah, is that you and you said it, it makes you angry. I get that you still care a lot, mm-hmm. and so this really isn't to me about your about her. Your question is all about her, but to me, I'm more mm-hmm. like you need to get ri- you need to get right with your feelings about her. Mm-hmm. So whether that's you need to like start exercising, run out the <laughs> anger, like or talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Or just really have a conversation with yourself or journal. Or if you need to talk to her and get closure about it, I feel like a little bit from reading this email that you're not over this. And not that you're ever over it, but that like that that parts of you, chunks of you might not even be past it. Because when you say things like, oh, my business is doing well, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then mm-hmm. you say, but then she blocks my Facebook, whatever. Like when I hear the word whatever, a lot of times when people say that, and maybe you didn't mean this, Sarah, but people go whatever, and they really mean that hurts, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to acknowledge that. Yeah. And so maybe that's okay for you to be like, she blocked me on Facebook. That really hurts. Yeah. Like, and maybe, I think there's also a distinction of, I remember, again, with my past business partner, it was helpful for me, and I realize this with my therapist, but maybe you can realize just whatever in life. I'm watching Teletubbies. I don't know what you do. (laughs) Um, But to realize I was upset about the friendship ending, but that didn't mean I wanted the friendship to continue. Ah, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times people think, oh, I care about it, so that means I still need to be friends with them. You don't. Yeah. And, and that you're kind of reminding me of a comment that Eva Longoria made when she was interviewed um, not too long after ending her relationship. Oh, wow. She We're said, name I, dropping. I love it. She said, I, I miss him. But just because I miss him doesn't mean we should be together. I miss him, period. Right? And so just because something is present for you doesn't mean you have to do anything about it. And like Matt said before, it's like you're, you're kind of grieving, right? Because it's a yeah. breakup. So yeah. Let yeah, yourself totally. have the grieving process. Let yourself be okay with with getting it out however that is what it whether it means maybe being angry one day and the next day you know whatever you're not you don't think about it but uh invest your energy in yourself and it is so true when you can step away from the situation or the person and really have that space to not have them not enter your psyche especially even on facebook because they are entering your psyche on Mm -hmm. facebook because you see them every time so it brings it up but if you can really separate yourself from this person as much as possible to give it time and space that's where i really feel like it helps yeah i think well exactly i love that like sarah just say just say oh i miss her and leave it at that period right I mean, obviously, you two have it. Obviously, there. I feel like there's some open wounds here. A, you're writing about this mm-hmm. because if if you didn't care at all, you would just have blocked her on Facebook. You wouldn't have wrote, written into Dear Maddie. You just would have been like, "See you later, basic bitch." Block. <laughs> and you would have been done. But the fact that you're even writing in shows that you this is still an, a little. I would imagine an open wound for you. And the fact that she's still commenting on your Facebook and saying you look pretty. Obviously, this is. 
somewhat open for the other person. So, and I'm not saying y'all need to talk it out or anything because uh, it sounds like that this person has. It, it, if it's true what you're saying that she has your ex business partner has a lot of paranoia right. and things like that, and so that's not your circus. Um, but you, I don't know, Sarah, I, or I do know, Sarah. You just need to figure out a way to. Um, I think to have closure on this for you, and I don't always think closure means with the other person because you can. You yes, can even that's what ride, I mean. You can even get clo- right, even if you want to write a letter to her as if you were writing a letter to her. You don't have to send those things, but you can put it out there so you have put. You know, you that's can very narrative therapist actually. Yeah, that's you what said we do your in narrative piece. therapy. You can write a letter to yeah. someone who's died. Yeah, that's been helpful. Sometimes somebody, somebody. And that's the very same thing is that like if somebody passes away and you're actually angry at them and you never talked about that, yep. sometimes that can upset. So people writing a letter that they don't ever, you know, obviously that person's not going to read it. Things like that. That can be very therapeutic. I've got the, I got the best advice after my divorce because I still held so much anger about it. And I realized it wasn't about the person. It was about me. Exactly. So Sarah, the best Sarah advice, did you hear that? I want you to say that again. It wasn't about the other person. It was about me. Listen to that, Sarah. So Take it in and take a breath. All right, continue. Let's take a breath together. Okay, we're going to talk about shit later still. Yeah. But (laughs) one thing I'll say is I wrote a letter to him, an anger letter, like a fuck you letter. And then I wrote a letter to him saying thank you. Because the, that person is, always teaches you lessons in life, whether oh, yeah. you, you hate them, whether they're crazy, whatever, they are your teacher. So I remember writing this thank you letter and thinking, there's no way I'm going to thank him for, there's no way. But I started writing it. I started crying the whole time as I'm writing this thank you letter mm. to him. And it was because of all the lessons I learned th- because of that process, mm. all the things that I, it taught me. And I was like, huh, mm. what did this teach you? Well, there's a compl- you speak to I think the complexity of it. Yeah. You know, with my other friend, like I think he's an asshole, and oh, I don't want to have anything yeah, yeah. to do with him anymore. Great, great. And I love him. Got it. I love him, and I think like like I have this like beautiful soft spot for him, and I also don't want anything to do with him, and that's okay. That's okay. And it, but it, it you're so right. Like I'm very, very Can grateful. You say that again. What? You're so. Right. You're oh, so okay. right. Okay. Um, Thank you. But yeah, I just, man, that's, I'm so glad you said that because you forget about that, Sarah. Like, you know, what maybe the lesson is for you not to be friends with this person, but to take the lessons mm-hmm. that they taught you. I know that, like, yeah, I learned so much from that experience. Some of the hardest people that you work with are your best teachers. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, Sarah. All right. Ooh, Sarah, write us back in and let us know how that, this went. Yeah, I wanted, that was helpful. Mama wants to know. Um, all right, here we go. Last question. Uh, we only have two today because you're not writing questions, listeners. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, your lives are fucking perfect. Yeah, fucking perfect. Nothing's going perfect. on. You got shit to do. <laughs> Just go to dearmaddyshow.com. Right. Ask a question. Hell, tweet me, V Matt Mar. Take a picture of your. Gotta be questions for people. Thanksgiving coming. Come up. Come on, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's coming up. You're gonna be. You're gonna be round full. You're gonna be around tables full yes. of people. Friends, family, come people. on. There's got to be somebody that bothers the hell out of Obviously, you. Obviously, this <laughs> is getting too easy for me. I'm lounging in my yoga pants <laughs> with my yerba mate. I need to be stressed about your problems. So go to okay. dearmaddyshow.com, send them some questions. Okay, like question. Fred, Fred, age 33 years old, sent in a question. Dear Maddie, I work with the public and talk to tons of people every day. I had a nice interaction with a woman and I noticed she had lipstick on her teeth. <laughs> Somebody's writing to you about this. 
Yeah, I love it. Oh, I've gotten, oh, the questions I've gotten. This is a legit, I think this happens a lot. So she has lipstick on her teeth. Should I have told her? It was bright pink. That's all capitals, everybody. Bright pink. But she was with three other people. By the way, I didn't, but I really wanted to. I love that. By the way, I didn't, but I really wanted to. This is from Fred, age 33. Thank you, Fred, for writing in. Love you, Fred. When, like, I used to get magazines when I was a teenager. This is like Cosmopolitan. Yes, this this is is totally a question. Oh, my God, my best friend. And, um, um, I mean, well, first of all. I can't even answer this. This is, you were in hysterics here. Don't shit on my chair, okay? Hold it in. I won't chart. You won't chart. Um. The, well, I'm a little blunt. You were very blunt. I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're very much. Do you think I would say something? Oh, for sure, for sure. You'd be like, you wouldn't even be nice about it. You would just kind of say, you literally probably say, you have some schmutz on your teeth, <laughs> schmutz or whatever. Yeah. You're not Jewish. You're Puerto Rican. So um, I'm kidding. You're Chilean. Uh, just a racist same joke thing. again for you. Yeah, same thing. But uh, I feel like you would tell some. I mean. I feel like you would it's say. It's so funny, this question, because this just happened to me two days ago. And what did you do? So I didn't talk to her long enough to tell her. So somebody real quick just like passed me over. Oh, you have to meet this lady. Tell her about your project real quick. It was almost like one of those cocktail hours where everybody's like pitching their project. And it was just like, I don't want to tell her anything, but I'll be nice about it. Oh, so, so I t- you didn't. So, so I didn't because she, right when she was done telling me about her project and I started noticing she has lipstick on her teeth, she goes, she goes, oh my gosh, I have to get in line real quick. She was getting in the the drink line because it was actually you know last call or whatever oh, well, it washed and off. so it was one of those things like yeah you know it'll wash off i was thinking about that but i, I was gonna tell her if we were gonna continue to stand in line to talk but i, I would have just i would actually just do the little action to like show her you know like mm-hmm. instead of i don't know I would been no like, yeah, your teeth. Okay. yeah nobody can see what i'm doing right now but you know uh yeah i you know maybe how would you do it? Be I honest. feel like my. Be honest. Say we're talking and it's not. You, you met me. At I know party. what I would do because I've done this all the time. What some of say? my best conversations in life have happened at the grocery store telling some lady she has lipstick on her That's teeth. That's so cool. Not kidding. Now, that said, if I was with like my boyfriend who's very private, he's way He'd different than so me. He's much He's like classy. Like, if we were, he's doing this podcast, he'd be wearing a suit right now, sitting at a Aww. desk talking to you, where I'm in. Yoga pants, and so um, and I, P.S. I don't do yoga, um, oh. but anyway, I. Well, no. I'm wearing the same clothes I wore yesterday. On the well, plane. here we true confessions. <laughs> um, so I, I do this all the time because I notice it too because I'm a makeup artist. So I think I do it in my own way. I always say I'm like, excuse me, sugar, and I always oh, say that, yes, or I'll be so like, nice. um, I often saw so too, Fred. I start with a compliment. Which is true. Like, I'll find something that, and I'll... You're like, the rest of your teeth are white, and I'll but say, there's like, one part that's not... That... Yeah. Mm, <laughs> that's an awkward compliment. I'm just kidding. That's awkward. Like, you know, thing like, wow, you have really beautiful eyes. Then you're engaged, and they're like, oh, thank you very much. You're like, you're welcome. And then you kind of say, oh, hey, I think you have a little lipstick on your teeth. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. Or I've even said, I love your lipstick color. And they're like, thank you. I said, you got a little bit on your teeth, though. Just Aww. grab that real quick. I do it like that, kind of like, just take care of it real quick. It's just a little yeah. thing. And they go, oh. And then, actually, then I, because I used to be a makeup artist, I was like, you know, there's a tip that if you Look take your finger you. in your mouth, 
which is, did you know this? Take your finger. It looks in your mouth. very. It going? looks very phallic. It is. It's you. T- if you put your finger in your mouth, it's like sucking a penis, and then you. Whose penis? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know your life, but if you go, <laughs> mm, mm, you take it a finger, and then you just you put the finger all the way in your mouth, and okay. then you. Then you close your lips around it and then pull it out. This feels like a different this show. Is this not feels the like a different show. This, this is, is not the like, Maddie Pookast. Midnight Love. Hey, everybody. It's midnight Love. Welcome to Dear Matthew. I don't know why I said Matthew. That's not sexual. Okay. <laughs> it just sounds British and proper. Name is Matthew. Oh, weird. Now, okay. Is your brother cute? Oh, that's a weird question to ask. I'll show me a picture and I'll decide who, later. Okay. Um, but anyway, sorry, KDD. That's what I, so you know, I give them a little tip. So, uh, you know, I, I think because this is the way I look at it, I'd rather somebody tell me, but who knows, Fred, I, this hasn't happened to me yet, but maybe one day this will backfire on me and I'll be like, sugar. Oh, your eyes are really pretty, blah, blah, blah. You got a little lipstick on teeth and they could go, oh my God, you're so fucking rude. Who knows? I personally think that person needs to get out a little bit more. Yeah. If so that's yeah, that's true. It. The person that you're going to offend with that, they yeah. have all all kinds of other stuff yeah. going on, right? Yeah, that's yeah, true. And, and Fred, if you're nervous about that, I say get out of your shell more. But let's talk about the bright pinkness in the, the, bright pink. in the lipstick. Well, that's not appropriate. That's really the the, the it, oh you're upset here. you're upset about the color yeah because he put this all in caps too he did say bright but so you're upset about that no I'm not upset but I want to know context here because like you know if you're Katy Perry and you're wearing like you know a rainbow like colored kind of like sparkling I'm, outfit I'm gonna say no and well maybe they say work with you, the public every day maybe it's celebrities oh that's true okay well then. I don't Maybe know. it's somebody it? of importance. Um, okay, so if you're important, you can wear a bright pink lipstick. That's what. That's all you need to know, people. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's. I can't open my yerba mate day cup. Okay, here we go. I'm over this. <laughs> wow, that's the first. Dear Maddie, first we're 40 minutes in. <laughs> Lily, my guest is over it. My boyfriend would get this though. He's like, this shit's old. And speaking of shit. Speaking of shit, shit, oh, I'm excited now. now okay. See, see, I'm talking. Perfect segue. I'm talking I'm about excited. you, and now you're happy. So that's all the questions. That's all we got. Go to dearmattyshow.com to ask questions. But uh, now we're talking about celebrity shit the bed. And normally we talk about celebrities and things like that. But we're going to, since your documentary is about. Flushrevolution.com. Yes, flushrevolution. Hashtag give a shit now. Oh, oh. Hashtag give a shit. Oh, wow. Hashtag flushrevolution. Oh, wow. There's so many. Hashtag world toilet day. Hashtag your shit smells. No, mine doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, no. good. Um, let's talk about it. So, what? So, Flush Revolution is the name of the documentary. Yeah, it's 2015. Mm-hmm. When did you start this? Because <laughs> it wasn't in 2015. <laughs> you know, one thing that people don't realize sometimes, which I totally get, because I until you make movies, you don't understand that you can't just film a movie in like a day and then upload it to YouTube. It doesn't work like doesn't that, work right? Like that. So, you know, you're in research and development and you're in production and you're flying around the world. My dad doesn't get, get that. Matthew, okay. just make a show, yeah, put exactly. it up on the interweb, exactly. and people will love it. <laughs> on the internet. They've seen your KFC commercial, they'll know you from that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because they're paying attention to me, Bob. Sure. So, yeah, this story started in uh, 2013 and uh, wow. maybe it, a little yeah so it's been going on for two years this has been a shit show I'm enjoying it and a documentary to me I think it's harder because when okay. you have a film yeah 
you write a script. Yes, you have you actors know, that have lines. Yeah, they have lines. You know how you're like, let's set the camera over here and right. shoot it from there. None of that. But with shit. documentary, you're like, we just have to film. Yeah. A crap load of footage. Yes. Forever and ever and ever, and then hope that it comes together right. as a good story. Exactly. It's true reality TV. Yes. It's not Kardashian show. Absolutely. This is like the, the truth. Like, this is reality, re- real reality. You know, you, you people always ask, you know, like, what's your act one, act two, and act three? And I'm like, fuck you. I don't know. You know, you can, you yeah. can try to design it and write it as close to possible as you think it's going to happen but documentary filmmaking never happens that way how you think it's going to turn out never does and that's just and that's your, just life that's life and this is your first one this right? is my first one so how did so what is flush revolution about flush revevolution in a nutshell pitch it to me oh, i'm in an elevator i can't wait i'm in an elevator wait. tell I'm me ready for this okay flush <laughs> revolution in a nutshell is about a singapore businessman turned social activist who wants to save the world one toilet at a time. Mm. His mission is to break the taboo on toilets and also deliver one billion toilets to the world because 40% of the world's population does not have access to a toilet okay. or proper sanitation. That's 40%. 40%. So That's that, a lot. So more people have a cell phone than they have a toilet, people. Right? Wow. So sometimes when I do these pitches at f- film festivals, I don't even start my pitch. I just start asking questions so i say everybody in here raise your hand if you've gone to the bathroom right and you can see how many people are like uh, kind of kind of raising their hand like halfway mm-hmm. i'm like how many of you guys went number one and number two and that really gets you because uh, yeah now they're, ca- now now they're-, they're like oh i'm a guy did the thing you know they're yeah. embarrassed and then i and then i said how many of you are able to go in a toilet and they all raise their hand and then i i just basically say well 40 percent of the world's population did not have that privilege you know, and it kind of makes you think, like, how could that be? That's weird. I mean, how can that be? It's it's hard to wrap your yeah. mind. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm country boy. I love peeing in the woods. Yeah, but get it. Uh, but I don't want to do the other one. When people talk about camping, they're like, I used a leaf to wipe, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Do you want to do that? No, I no. You've done that. I'm a trail runner. I've had to do a lot of things out okay. in the woods. That's a different. Story. I found a book in Custer though that said how to shit in the woods. Really? Yeah, there's actually a book about how to shit in the woods. I don't want to learn how. Okay. All right. I won't I send you that for Christmas. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> um, so where do you get the idea, you know, where yeah. do you get the, because you know, I, where do you get the idea? Because for me, it's like, oh, I want to do a podcast because I want to do a host. You know, I want to be yeah. gay white Oprah. I want to do this or very I'm going to do a camp because I'm gay and I went to camp. Like, Got it. Where you grew up with the toilet. Like you grew up with right. these things, so, so where was it? Like I'm gonna make a documentary about that's this a guy. Perfect question. So thank you. I, my brothers can vouch for this. I've always liked weird shit. I mean, no matter what, just, like yeah, not just even just shit, people, but just weird stuff. And I grew up with a journalism background, and I never wanted to be that journalist. It was like tonight on Dateline, we are covering you know another murder story, murder mystery, or mm-hmm. like I didn't want to be the weather woman. I didn't want to do anything kind of that was out there already. I wanted to cover stories that like nobody was talking about. It's something that had like a weird, unique twist. And Mm -hmm. when I heard this was happening on the radio, I heard that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation awarded best toilet to Caltech University. I thought that was a joke story. So I actually called them to verify it. And I said, called Caltech. I called Caltech and I said, can I come see your toilet? And they're like, sure. 
And so I just, I did. And then I, I realized that they were spending. What's so fascinating about their toilet? So the, it's their, it, they won a best toilet challenge because Bill Gates wants to make sure that we are reinventing the toilets so that it could be used all over the world. You know, we have plumbing here uh, in the U.S. that, you know, sometimes is very intense and that process can't seem same process can't be used in like rural India, right? Mm-hmm. How do we make a toilet for everyone's use? Solar powered, less water use, all these things. So Caltep came up with a really great creation and it's right now being tested in some of these countries so that eventually it could be used. Um, and So you just went and saw their toilet? Went and saw their toilet and I also saw their whole science lab and I realized they were like testing, uh, you know, feces and pee and poop and I was like, wow, your whole phd and your whole like study studies is, is based on toilets poop and pee like nobody's documenting this and like no and so i was like okay like i i honestly was obsessed with it and i kept showing up to their campus every week they would invite me to their meetings and i just became part of the poo project and i realized this is more than just like a story that you write about in an article or a story and they led me to mr toilet and then so they were working with mr toilet they knew about him i mean because everybody in like the in the, the Santa, poo world and the, everybody in the poo world knows mr toilet and again i thought that was a joke they're all part of the shit show it's all, <laughs> oh, 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 if you're we should you know i should start this episode and say every time unless you're driving if you're sitting at home or it are on a bad day every time you hear the word shit you should take a drink Ooh, dear maddie drinking game shit 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 shit, 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 shit. oh lord someone's smammered so <laughs> no okay so they led you to mr toilet yeah they well they told me do you know about this guy and I said no, and I and I heard yeah. Mr. Toilet is the founder of World Toilet Organization. Yes, that's real. He is also the founder of the United Nations World Toilet Day. So that wow. was adopted in 2013, after 13 years of lobbying. Were Mr. you there for that? I was there. I was there, and there's this guy in a toilet costume. He's from, very funny. He's hilarious. He's like, but, so he was in a what costume? So no, there's this other guy from Wash United who was in a toilet costume going through the security of UN just to get in the ceremony. He wanted to represent at United Nations in a toilet costume. It was hilarious, and never before had that ever been seen by anybody else. You know, all these really serious kind of like policy people going into the United Nations, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, adopting this new. Um, initiative you know world toilet day but like it was it's like it's funny but it's not right Mm -hmm. so the whole point of world toilet day is to raise awareness for sanitation because sanitation is not really high up on a lot of countries agendas right Mm. because nobody wants to talk about shit is it also too because it doesn't make money Right. Cell but phones also, make money. Right. TV, that's like a business technology. Right. But it's easy, for instance, to talk about water. So you've heard of a lot of like water organizations, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Water's clean and it's sexy to talk about. But it, is sec- it oh. also goes hand in hand with sanitation. Sanitation also has to do with shit. Your water won't be clean if you're shitting in your rivers. Yes. Your water I'm, won't be yeah, clean if, if yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get so, that. I don't know. That's why I don't pee outside anymore because it doesn't drain into the right place. Mm. I know that. I yeah. pee outside sometimes if I'm in Oklahoma. When's the last outside. time you peed outside? Um, last night. An alley? Alleyway? No, I'm kidding. Oh. No, I, there is an alley sometimes. <clears throat> it's like I'm coming home and I'm like, I can't make it. <laughs> I've done it. But I worry, I, I worry about a, ch- a child being around. Yeah. And then, I'll, then I'm a pedophile. 
Even though I'm not <laughs> showing my dick to a kid. That's true. Like, you you can get public, on the pedophile yeah, list. Yeah, I don't want to be on a list. No. Don't worry about that. No. So, okay. So, you're, so Flush Revolution. Yeah. So, then you connect with Mr. Toilet. Yeah. And what happens? when you Like, did you send him an email? Did you call him? He was me? introduced to me by somebody I'd met through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or something like that. So, I, you know, wait, you yeah. know people at the Bill and Melinda Gates yeah, Foundation? So you're we, like friends with them? Well, I mean, friends is... A, with all these partnering organizations uh you know you have to know each other because the sanitation arena like they all overlap it's a shit world right okay so you don't know bill gates so i don't know bill gates no i uh i know the foundation we my partner and i met with them and we let them know what we were about to Mm -hmm. do is basically filming a lot of these um toilets that were being designed and all this stuff and i just wanted to let them know because they were part of this big project and so that they knew who I was and I wasn't stepping on anybody's toes and I wasn't trying to intervene on any of the scientists process so yeah and then they've all they've always known about um, Mr. Toilet and mm. even the head of sanitation at Bill and Melinda Gates just he calls Mr. Toilet a hero because he's able to have uh, really serious talks about shit and no, he, he uses humor he uses to get humor people to get people yeah like, doesn't he have like poo costumes absolutely he, t- he, he walks around in poo costumes. He'll do whatever he needs to do for the cause. That's 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 the difference between a lot of people in this arena is that there's a lot of implementation going on. There's all about, like, let's get a toilet to this place. But unless you change people's mindset about using the toilet, their behavior, it, it's not going to really shift the paradigm, right? So he's he is doing something. He's putting himself out there. He's making himself a joke, mm. in a sense, so that other people can... Other people that normally wouldn't um, pay attention to this mm-hmm. idea are paying attention. You know? were, there, were there any stories in doing it? Because you've traveled all over. You've yeah. gone to UN. You went to India, correct? Mm-hmm. You went to Japan. Uh, Singapore. Singapore. Same you, thing. You filmed. You know, just like Puerto Rico. Same, Chile, same, same thing. Americans don't know shit about geography. <laughs> that's at true. All. So, but you have traveled the world. Yeah. Literally filming this documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great because I know you're just, you have so much money. You're loaded. Tons, Tons. of money. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, w- uh, were there... What was her story that just really like, you know, that oh, really just like you. affected you? Yeah. So I, I want to talk about this because um, women are women suffer most from uh, sanitation. And I'll tell you why, you know, when they have to go out and open defecate, they're at risk for rape. So men mm. sometimes look for them, wait for them to be alone because they know they have to go out in the open and then that's when the attack happens. They also, wow. um, so, so they have to plan. So women have to plan around when they go to the bathroom. So they're scared, literally, so to go scared. take a shit. Yeah, so, and, and then all women, uh, once they start menstruation age, often have to stop going to school because there's no toilet at school to change. And they also don't sometimes have, um, uh, they don't have um, the prop money for sanitary napkins. So, right. So, wow. so this is kind of a, this is what I hate to be a downer guys. Hey, no, hey. I don't think this, I don't think this is down. But, I think this is just being realistic. Yeah. So I remember meeting a young girl about age 14 at the Bill and Melinda Gates toilet fair in India. And here she was at the booth and she was part of the sanitation club. And she was there to teach people how to make low cost sanitary napkins um, for girls. And here she was, 14 years old, on camera with a boom mic above her, lights in her face, and um, her mentor, 65-year-old man, standing next to her as she's talking to me about awareness around periods 
and how to make a sanitary napkin. And I was dumbfounded because had I been talking about my period so open at age 13 and 14 while people are staring at me, I would have been mortified. Mm -hmm. So there's this taboo around talking Mm. about those things too that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. And that... That's across all cultures, yeah. not just Indian or American. Or, that's across no. all cultures. And here she was changing that, shifting that, because her parents probably didn't talk about these things no, with her, no, and she knew it. But I, she, I can't imagine you can't go to school for a week because... No, not even a week. They just end your, up dropping out. The, wait. They just end up so they dropping don't, out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So I thought they just don't go to school when they're on their period. Sometimes. They just, Sometimes that happens. They start their period and they drop out of school, period. Sometimes they're just like, forget it. I don't want to even, I want to save myself from the embarrassment. Because everybody knows why they're not at school that yeah. week. And I just want to save myself, you know, wow. forget it. I'm just going to like work wow. on the farm. That's, yeah. That's, that happens. 25%. That's just not imaginable. I think it's a 25% dropout rate with, with girls in And India. there's been a lot of women that have been, is this mainly in India that women have been raped? It's or? all over. It's really all it's over. It's all over, but. What what country do you feel like needs, or what area of the world, not to say country, but what area of the world, maybe it's but needs the most uh, help in toilets? India, China, and Africa. I know that sounds like a big thing, but I really think China. You wouldn't think of China. China has lots it's... of open defecation. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, I know that's like big areas, but there's certain areas that are more yeah, struggling yeah, yeah. more than others. I think you know, I think Nigeria, if I'm not mistaken, has. One of the largest open defecation rates. I mean, this is this is real shit, people. Here, I, yeah. I hate to be such a downer right now. No, I, no, I don't think it's down to me. Yeah. Education is not. Yeah. it's not being a downer. You're just letting people. It's actually to me, it's inspiring okay. that you're learning about that. I mean, it's inspiring. I mean, that's why that's why I gave money to the Kickstarter for this. Mm. It's not because I was like, oh, you're my friend. Because I'm like, this is. Yeah. It, people have a basic need, and they say that that. Um, there is so the film has been made. Everything is shot, correct? Maddie, you gave a shit, and I did gave a shit. And so there's a Kickstarter campaign. And so what are you raising money for for the Kickstarter? So uh, movies aren't cheap, people. I'm not writing an essay here. Not. I'm making a movie. It's a global production. And this isn't about how <laughs> she found the love of her life or some fucking like rom com comedy people. <laughs> All right, sorry you other for wanting to make a film about a girl finding her. Teenage freedom, no. Right. No, 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 no. This is not that. Or a boy talking about his dick right. in the locker room. Right. Sorry. Not this that is- your films aren't as good, <laughs> but they're not. Just hope you feel good about yourself. I was asking a friend the other day to donate to the Kickstarter, and he's like, well, I'm trying to save money for a plane. And I said, oh. I said, okay, so you have money a plane. for- You said you have money for a plane, but, but you, you don't, don't have give money- like 100 bucks. You don't have money for 40% of the world's population who doesn't have access to- Oh, that's cool. It's totally cool. Everybody, they can't even go to, to a bathroom on a plane. To reach their own. Uh, but Whatever. Yeah, anyway, so, so talk, talk about the Kickstarter. So you're raising money to just Raising money for the next stage. No, no, no. It's not quite post-production. We have another shoot. So, Mr. Toilet has been given the largest sanitation assignment in history in India, which is there's a huge project um, that the co-chief minister of Andhra Pradesh in India, if you guys ever you know where that is, I'll have to look at a map too to see where that is. But it he that entire state he has been given the uh, he's the leader basically of putting all the committees together that are going to clean up that state and basically make it a model for India. So this is where. The heart of the story is going to happen. How is this guy, Mr. Toilet from Singapore, mm-hmm. this businessman, going to come to India to break 
to break through all these barriers and really change sanitation. He's there to deliver um, basically toilets to six million homes there, right? So he has wow. this job. And this is where you're going to see shit go down. This is where you're going to see the stories. And so uh, we need money to go film this and yeah. really, you know. You're going to be in India for a while. Yeah, we're going to have to be there for f- at least a, a f- you know a few weeks at a time here and there. And so that's not cheap. And and um, we've had a lot of great footage so far, but this is this is our next step. This is like the this is the like this is the third this act. Is the arc. Yeah, the, the third story. act. The, the, we're, this is, we're, where, this is where shit going, hits the this fan. Is where it's happening. Um, you're wanting to raise how much? Forty five thousand, I believe. Um, you know, forty five thousand would be great, but I mean, ultimately, we also have stretch goals. So yeah, forty five thousand will get us to our next stage. It's Kickstarter, yeah, right? It's Kickstarter. Wait, but so, if you don't make your goal, then you don't get it, right? Yeah. Or do they change it? I don't. I don't work that way. It's gonna happen. It's going to okay, happen. Okay. I don't work that. I don't work in if. Where, where are you now? So we are with, what, 20 days to go. We have a, like 14, 15,000, but we have- Oh, really? That's Yeah, but of- we have somebody matching all these donations of this week. So probably by uh, Monday, we'll be closer to 24,000 or something. That's 25,000. Awesome. So yeah, very excited. So-, so- Every little bit counts. So I always tell this to people. Where Anything people counts. Where do people go? So just go to Kickstarter, type in Flesh Revolution, you will find us. Okay. You type in Flesh Revolution anywhere, you will find us. I I promise you this is going to be... We'll have a link in the show yeah. notes to this as well, everybody. So Yeah. FleshRevolution.com. Also, you can find us. I love there. documentary filmmaking. I've dabbled yeah. it in a little, like yeah. with little stuff. <laughs> and it's... I love it, and I re- didn't realize how difficult it was. And yeah. um, I just am so excited to see this. Thank you. To Thank just, you. Like, I think this is going to be the huge. I actually really do. I think if it just gets yeah. into the right hand yes. and the right. I do, too. I wonder what celebrity would push this. You know, Matt Damon loves toilets. Oh, really? Yeah, he actually even did a, a little YouTube video a couple years ago. Um, he called the toilet strike. So he came out in this really like, it was kind of like kind of fake uh, press um, conference. And he's like, hey, everyone, just want to know how did you guys all celebrate World Toilet Day? And they're like, huh? Huh? What? And he's like, yeah, did you know? And then he went into 40% of the world's population doesn't oh. have, you know. So uh, Matt Damon, if anybody Matt knows Matt Damon. Matt Damon is co-founder of water.org and Does Matt he Damon loves know toilets. about this film? I don't know. He knows so about World Toilet Day. If and- you know Matt Damon... Yeah. Tell him about this. He Maybe even he'll... threw toilet water on his head during the um, bucket cha- uh, bucket cha- the Really? Yeah. What do you Come on. Come on. You Matt what? Damon needs to be making a video about this. He does. He needs to just give or he, he just needs to give you the money. He cares about toilets. He cares about toilets. Well, yeah. anybody else, if you have a go to flush revolution or if you know somebody that you think can help Lily out in this, Please um, do. Please Anything do. Email matters. me at I, I just like, you know, honestly, even donating to the Kickstarter, it's, it's yes, it's it's money that'll help fund us, but it's also like starting our community of people who really give a shit. Yeah. Like you become part of this community that I get to share with you for the next years because this film will have a life in its own after. It'll be an educational tool. It'll be like, you know, talking shit for the next 5, 10, 20 years. Well, yeah, it really is. People say... Uh, that, they, you know, and I'm not as involved as I used to be because I'm not a director anymore. I'm still a volunteer, but people used to say, "Oh, Matt, your camp so amazing yeah. what you're doing," and yada right. yada. Like, how did you do that? And I'm like, "Well, first of all, Jess and Kayla spearheaded it, but and Kobe, but I just did it. Yeah, you just did it. You really you saw there was a need, and you just did it. And you didn't, you knew it probably wasn't going to be 
maybe perfect or it wasn't going to be this, but you just did what you could. And so that's the same thing, people. If you're sitting here thinking, I want to get involved in something, this could be the thing to get involved yeah. in. Yeah. Just literally, like you say, hashtag give a shit. Hashtag give and a like shit. just give money. Give a shit now. Or if. It's a if you can't give money, share it. Share it. Talk about shit at your talk about this. Be like, hey, I heard there's this really cool documentary. People are like going, oh, really? And then they're googling. Just help them. Just help them out. Okay. All right. I feel like we've we buried (gasps) them in the shit, so they're good. Okay. Well, let's go to your let's go to chatty matty questions. Chatty matty question question number one. (sighs) What's your most memorable childhood smell? You have to give me the paper now because I don't want you to read them. Okay. Because I don't want you to be surprised. What is my most memorable childhood smell? It can't be shit. Our favorite childhood smell. Oh, wow. What? So. I mean, you've listened to the show. You knew I was going to ask this. I know I did. And that's the thing. I remember thinking one when you asked Jill. And then I don't remember. <laughs> Jill Alexander, if you're mad at Do you know, 41. it's one of those things, though, like when I smell it, then I know. You know, mm-hmm. like it's all of a sudden reminds mm-hmm. you, but it's mm-hmm. not one of those things mm-hmm. you smell every day. So you mm-hmm. don't remember. You know, crayons. Crayons. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I think a lot of people have. Have a good memory of crayons. Crayons. I used to be so organized when I was younger, and I'm not anymore. I used to organize my crayons. Oh, yeah. I don't I know do why. That too. No, That's I would we- do that. Is that weird? No, okay. I loved doing that as a kid. Okay. Loved it. All right. Well, crayons. I love it. You that was a, were you a good answer. student? I was such a good student. Yeah, I could see you being really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Teacher's I was. I, I was, no, I was trying. I was such a people pleaser when I was younger. Mm. Uh, you know, I have this middle child complex where mm. my older brother was doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Mm-hmm. And my younger brother was like scared of the dark. Mm. Um, and I was like, hmm, where do I fit in with this? So he gets attention for crying and the other one gets attention for getting in trouble. Maybe if I just get straight A's, they'll like me. Too. Mm. They're like do you more. do you have a middle do you have middle child complex or do you feel like you didn't get as much because you're a different sex so you were treated differently? Um, yes and no. Like I think because I was, I, yes and no. I mean, really, honestly, it was is one of those things. I think I'm getting it out now. This is where I'm trying to get attention mm. <laughs> well, later in life. I, later in life, you're getting it out now. <laughs> well, out about now. such a great. That's cause. why I'm on a podcast. Flesh Revolution. Google it. Dot com. Um, dot com. So, oh, it's a website, flushrevolution.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Um, what would be the name of your memoir? Don't marry a douchebag. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to say, I gave a shit. Oh, that's right. I, I, like was, that. I was going to a happy place. You just went dark. <laughs> Don't marry a douchebag. It's just a, yeah, it's right. just a joke, kind of. Well, okay. All right. uh, number three. <laughs> Best piece. This might go into number two. Best piece of advice you uh, wished you had taken? Two things. Uh, yeah. You know, somebody said to me this the other day and it really hit me. She's like, there's all these things going on in your life, Lilia, all the time, right? And there are all these moving parts. She goes, love the puzzle. And it's Ooh. just it's just another way of saying, enjoy the journey. And I know uh, people, when people love the say, puzzle. love That's the puzzle. Beautiful. I get that. That resonates more with me than Doesn't like love it? the path or the journey. Right. Love the, the journey puzzle. that's can like be cheesy. And you're like, Ooh. yes, I know I should love the journey. I hate when people preach to me, but love the puzzle. I'm going to say that to my friend, Don McCoy right now. Dear Maddie episode, I think three, just cause she's going through stuff. Love the puzzle. Love the puzzle. Um, great. Okay. Chatty Maddie question number four. What day would be your ground? What day would be your groundhog day? What, that, what does that mean? What's the day in your life that you've had that you're like, oh, I could live that day over and over? <laughs> uh, honestly, it's just it, anytime I hang out with my five year old niece, 
Mm. I could live that day over and over. I remember I took her to the promenade one time and it even rained a little bit and I saw how she embraces life. Like everybody else was trying to take cover in the rain and she starts spinning in circles and she goes, it's raining, it's raining everyone. And like there was even like this homeless guy with a sign on the side of the street and like, you know, everybody was like, putting their head down and looking in the opposite way from him, you know, but she just fully gives him the biggest smile in the world, looks up to him and, and says it's raining. And he had the biggest smile on his face, you know? And it was mm. like, she just made me embrace every moment that day. She mm. was giving me hugs and kisses and playing in the fountains. And it was just like, wow, I want to live in that world every day. Yeah. Mm, wow. Yeah. Well, that was a good answer. <laughs> I like that one. All right. Chatting, Maddie, question number five. When are you most inspired? I had a lot of dirty thoughts. Okay, oh, so. <laughs> you just give it. Give it. When am I most inspired? Uh, you know, times like this that I feel like. You know, when you are raising this much money, you think you're never going to make it. Mm. But then when you see people kind of. Uh, you know, just come to you and even tell me like a poo story or tell me how this touches them or whatever. And it kind of brings people together, right? Talk, it sounds weird, but talking about toilets brings mm. people together. But like, that's when I'm more inspired because you're like, mm. yeah, yeah, let's do this so together. You love, you also, I mean, because I know that you used to be an athlete, but you love goals. You're like, yeah. You love the challenge. Yeah, that's true. So you get inspired by it. get inspired the, by the challenge of it. Yeah. Well, you know what I love about Flush Revolution too? And I just thought of this. I cannot think of anything less political. Uh, right, brings people to be together. passionate yeah. about, like Republican, Democrat, yes. Libertarian. Yes. Like everyone agrees, it's not cool that people forty yeah. percent of our world's population does not have yep. a toilet to to take yeah. a shit in. I interviewed a congressman once. It's exactly what he said. He said, "This is where we all come together." Yeah, Democrats, like, Republicans. Everybody, me, agree I'm on sorry. This. Like we all agree, this is the shit's a problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you getting like like fancy important people saying the word shit like I'm going to give a shit? Absolutely. I always trade I always make every time I interview somebody I have an opportunity to make them say shit I will. So you've had senators say that? Uh-huh. That's great. And and I've had uh, I interviewed somebody at the Ministry of Affairs in Singapore and she was totally okay about talking about shit and I was like, "Yes." Love it. Yes. I love it. Well, okay. you can. That is a show. You can go to www. Nobody says that anymore. But don't say that. They don't they? Don't. Sorry. You can go to flushrevolution. com. Yes. Great. And if you Google Flush Revolution, I'm sure you're on the Twitter and the Facebook. The Twitters and, and the Facebook. Do you Instagram yeah. pictures of poop? Um, not yet. So we're it's really coming. it's coming because we are we're definitely on Twitter and we're definitely on Facebook and Instagram is coming. Especially since we have so many different videos to post, that's coming. Instagram is really the gateway. Really. To social media. It okay. Is. I will. I you just said took, it. It's starting. I just took a class. Actually, my friend Clayton Ferris. I think I'm going to have him on the show to talk about social media. Mm-hmm. He teaches a class, great class, social media for actors. Um, it's great. It's made me be better. It's made me start Got periscoping. It. I'm periscoping now every everything. day. But um, he does Vine. But it really is. And my friend Don, who does a lot of social media, it really is. We can talk about this more, but because of Instagram and yeah. the hashtags you can use, it it really is the gateway okay. to all. You'll, I, I no found taken. my social media grow much more than any other platform. No taken. So, thank you, Matt. There you go. Thank you, guys, go. everybody, for so, listening. Yeah, I know thank we you were chatty everybody. today. Yeah, well, hopefully, well, that's the point, though, Lily. No. This is a talk no. show. That's the point. So you can go to DearMattyShow.com. 
uh, to ask questions. Uh, the Matt Mar on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope. If you hey, that's it. Follow me on Periscope. I'm making little videos. Yeah. You heart them, but it's live. It's live <laughs> TV. I, I try to do every day a like a, a lunchtime with Maddie. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lesson or just a thought. And um, it's nice because people interact with me right there and say, hi, Matt. Or yeah. they uh, they even ask me a question right there. And it's great. So, um, so yeah. And go to flushrevolution.com. And that's where they can find all things with Lily Zapata. Yes. They can find you on Twitter. Yeah. And Anything that. helps. Anything. Anything. Thank you, guys. All right. FlushRevolution.com. Thank you, Lily Zapata. Thank you, man. You were wonderful. What a journey we've had as friends. Love the puzzle. The puzzle's keeping on being put together. All right. So do something kind for someone this week. And you know what that something kind needs to do? It needs to go to Mm FlushRevolution.com or go on Kickstarter, even if you can only give $5. I feel like NPR, but it's true. uh, Twenty. (laughs) Give twenty. A hundred. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I love that everybody's like, every little bit helps. And you're like, no. Nope, not, not really. Not really. <laughs> it's a movie. People. Not really. It's a, it's a movie. movie. We need at least a hundred bucks. Um, a thousand would be great. Okay. And um, yeah, go and just do But if you only have $20, it's fine. Drop a dookie. Yeah, drop a dookie. All right. Thank All you, right. Lily. Everybody, that's it. That's the show. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.